Welcome. Welcome to the study podcast. We are here to encourage and to equip the church that people would fall in love with Jesus and better serve him today. Well, today, I apparently have a lot to say. So today, I'm uh, in the process of publishing two podcasts. (laughs) So I um, hope and pray that these are encouraging and really, today it's uh, you know March seventh. We're saying hey, you know we're pretty much saying goodbye to the Book of Acts. We're we're our last hurrah. Here's you know what stands out, and here is today is we're gonna. I got a a pretty immense, huge title for this podcast, but it's Acts. A thought on why the twenty first century church community needs to learn from the 21st century community church. So that's that's what we'll be talking about today. Um and for my spotlight ministry, um I don't know if we're going to do this every episode because there's I mean there are a lot of things to talk about. There's a lot of books that I read, a lot of a lot of movies. I'm a big documentary fan. Um but I'm I'm really excited uh, me and a friend are actually going to go watch uh, Patterns of Evidence Moses uh, next Thursday. Um, it comes out next Thursday, uh, and then it'll, it'll be March 14th, 16th, and 19th. So it's that Thursday, Saturday, and Tuesday. It's a Fathoms event. Uh, if you've never heard of it, it's something that AMC and I think other theaters uh, also do. But they broadcast plays, older movies, and uh, documentaries on it. Uh, These are like live streamed events to a point. So like there's commentary and everything that comes afterwards. But a few years ago, probably a couple more than a few, (laughs) a movie came out called Patterns of Evidence Exodus. And this is a filmmaker's journey talking about Exodus, talking about, you know, did Joseph go to Egypt? Uh, Was there great multiplication? Were there plagues? Did the Israelites leave? And did the Israelites show up in Israel? (laughs) So really interesting, goes through the patterns of of what they found in archaeology and everything, and it's an amazing movie, Um, really really good documentary well made narrated by Kevin Sorbo I mean who doesn't want to hear Hercules talk for two hours <laughs> especially from the 90s you know you watched Hercules all the time um, <clears throat> maybe um, but you know Kevin Sorbo is a, a got a really good narration voice and so does Tim Mahoney he narrates parts of it as well um, but really talking about his faith journey in in uh, discovering about the exodus and everything and this new one as far as i know is a side journey to where he was going in the in the the actual sequel so th- there will be more movies and i ever since the first movie came out i've been looking forward to and anticipating uh the sequel which this one will talk about moses and uh, did he write the torah i think is the huge question that he's talking about in this in this documentary. So I'm I'm excited to go see it. And um yeah, I will link 
um, to the podcast, the actual uh, patterns of evidence.com. You can go type in your zip code and see which theaters are playing it near you. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for good weather because I have to, I have to drive up to Billings to go see it. And, uh, but I'm excited to hang out with a friend and, um, yeah, but anyways, uh, let's, uh, let's get into the podcast. Let's get into what we're talking about. You know, a thought, um, which mainly means there's a lot, (laughs) there's a lot of thoughts right here of, of why us, why, why do we, why do we as a church community need to, need to strip away everything that we know and, and everything that we have learned and, and look back at the first century church, look back at the book of Acts and say, I need to learn from this. I need to learn from this as whether you're a layman, uh, that works, and goes to church on Sunday and goes to church, you know, here or there and is a Bible believing Christian that, you know, you you read your Bible, you do your devotions, you 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 work in the culture that you are of today. And very much so. They worked in the culture of their day and they spread the good news. So how can we learn from them? Well, you know, I, I, I truly loved studying the book of Acts. Um, yeah, I spent time with this young church community, this young church community that's on fire for the Lord. You know, it's, you know, spending time with a church that takes opportunities before them and serves the Lord. You know, I, they love the people that are before them and turn the world upside down for the glory of God and for those that believed. You know, I, I found that people haven't really changed in their response towards the gospel of God. You know, whether it's flat-out rejection or total surrender. You know, there, there are either riots or redemption in a city. You know, they're, they're, and, and looking at it as even living in the West, you know, there's this flat-out, that-ain't-for-me attitude to this, holy surrender, take me now, I'm yours, commitment, you know? And, you know, there's more than likely both things happening in a city, which which eddies out to, you know, how does that community form? How does that com- community transform? You know, it's, it's, really, it's really crazy cool to see that that process is still going on today. It's still, it's not hindered. You know, as as Acts ends, it is not hindered. I I love um, um because the the Bible Project just ended their um their Acts videos, which were really cool because they did Luke and Acts all together, and took their time studying it, and it really came to the end of the letter. The the pen that that Luke wrote with. Like because they were a quill pen, and it flew out the window and landed in someone else's hand, and it talked about well now you're able to write the story, and that's how you know Acts ends on this note that you know with all boldness and without hindrance it goes forward, and the kingdom is an unstoppable kingdom, you know Jesus says I will build my church and the gates of hell will not stand against it, and we're you know believers we're a part of that. 
You know, and we need to understand and know that, that we are a part of that amazing truth. We are a part of a lineage that stretches back from Pentecost to now. That the church is a special little entity that is a part of God's wonderful plan in between the cross and the crown. You know, and, and that, you know, when, when that rapture happens and 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 things go about in in bringing back Israel and 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 just that it's Jacob's trouble during the time of the tribulation that you know it it gives us a sincere hope that we need to do what we're doing right now we need to bring people to Jesus and we need to understand that in his grace and mercy the church still has time you know you know a lot of people talk about the end of the world um but we really need to talk about the legacy of the church you know, the legacy that, you know, sadly is broken sometimes. A legacy that is sadly mishandled. And that we need to, you know, dive back to the first century and and take up our roots and use them. Yeah, you know, as as Tozer says, you know, the, the roots are what matter. You know, it's you know, so many times we're you know, we're using programs, we're using all these other things and we're we're trying to drive that fruit and get that fruit and it's like a, you know, yeah, we're going to you know pour on some miracle Grow, pour on some fertilizer, and get that luscious green. But if you don't have the roots, if you don't have the depth, that plant's not going to hold the fruit that it's even trying to bear. You know, so the roots, the roots of the matter are what really matters. You know, I found... That Christianity is true. It's the truth. And no matter what it comes across, there is interest. You know, maybe for the wrong reasons. <laughs> there's there's some people in the in the book of Acts that you know see the power of Christianity and they are they're it, it is alluring to them, but for the wrong reasons and they needed to be corrected here and there. You know, but the truth is, is that they see the power of God in the church. And I feel like that's what's missing from us. You know, the church of today is is seeking power from other sources, whether it's, you know, programs or great speakers. Um, but there's there's many other things. And that's and that's why we struggle. That's why we have struggling or dying churches in our in our Western culture. That see, you know, the the Western culture sees no value in religion or relationships with the Almighty, because the church community has become a social thing. It's it's not a, a living stones. They're not living stones apart, set apart for the glory of God, set apart for the Lord, set apart for His work. You know, we have denied our holiness in order to become relevant we have our coolness but we don't have our christianity you know and we have traded things um for we have we have traded the immutable god we have traded the almighty god for for being cool and relevant and um I've found that that Jesus is here and he's gifting people to be his servants. 
And those that are willing servants can change culture. They proclaim the Messiah whom they have witnessed. And the Holy Spirit works. You know, so many times throughout, you know, I think we don't we don't talk to people. We don't let people know because we're we're scared that we just we just can't do it. We just can't. We don't have enough in ourselves. Uh and it's like, you know, you know, we need to be that that willing witness. We need to be that willing person and the Holy Spirit will work. You know, I found that we are doctrinally sound and loving, but we are able to enjoy our pagan culture. The first century church wouldn't have wouldn't have accepted worship or even demons helping them. It was by Christ's power and all for Christ's glory. We need to be found worthy in our walk and you know this is a, this is a huge subject because you know you you talk about you know the church wouldn't accept worship you know it's like no you know we we wouldn't accept you know people bowing down to us either you know and and it's like well we wouldn't accept demons talking about Christ and pointing to them as proclaimers it's like no we we wouldn't but yet we we sometimes micromanage the means to the end and we're very very well if it works if it brings people in you know that's good because then we can we can talk to them about Jesus here and there and it's like I think it's a scapegoat analogy in the fact that we we feel like at work and at home with family and others well there's just not enough Christians talking about Jesus anymore so we kind of have to do that we kind of have to bait them in and we kind of have to use these different family friendly programs and it, you know there's good things it's just are we are we bringing people in and then oh by the way it's like don't do that you know it's like in your very upfront procedures of of talking to people about hey we're having a church activity you know you're you're labeling things in the fact that you know yes there's going to be a devotional you know yes we're going to talk about Jesus here because we don't want people to be blindsided with the fact of like why am i sitting in a bible study when i was just invited over for pizza you know different stuff like that where um you know we need to be upfront with people and um for all of Christ's power and Christ's glory to be seen. Because that's, that's what is going to truly bring people to the Lord. Is seeing his glory and seeing his power. And, and coming to see his kindness through his people. And, and that in our kindness we need to be upfront as well. Um, Paul and others are hard pressed to share the truth. Because it matters most. Yeah, I think we aren't pressed to share the truth of Jesus because it's not the only thing that matters. We know that truth, but we are distracted by other good matters. You know, we we are distracted by by any and all matters you can think of, uh, and we're not hard pressed on those things because some sometimes I I feel like, well, 
you know, everybody's on their journey. Everybody's on their own way. And, and, you know, I have my truth and they have theirs. And, and it's like, but there is a, a fact of total truth. There is a fact of you know, God's revelation that has come to us. And this is the way. There is no other name by which man can be saved. Jesus states it. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father Father God, we no one comes to God except through me, and that's the Son of God. That's God in the flesh who has the exact nature of God the Father, telling us that this is the only way. So let us not be distracted by other good matters, but let us be pressed to tell people about Jesus and. And to take time to pray for a heart, for sincerity in those conversations. And and even if it is just, I mean, if you want to start you know, writing out little letters and taking time to you know, just pray for people, to send them a little question, to send them something, and just to start conversation, just to start somewhere. You know, Acts is a book full of the Holy Spirit indwelling the beloved church community and empowering them to be Christ's witness to the ends of the earth. We think, we think, that by our own means we can build the church ourselves. But the truth is, is we need the Spirit's indwelling and empowering, not our own independence. You know, the individual... Is something that, yes, it matters. It matters that you're an individual person. But a corporate church and members together need to function together. And the only thing that helps us, that, that we hinder so much, is the Spirit. And we need to be that church community that is indwelt and empowered by the spirit you know the the church was together the church was together and and now we are apart on so many issues you know the church broke bread together and lived life together and now in our independence we lack what they were strong in you know, I, I, you know, and even personally, I just like, I, I kind of think about this issue of like, you know, how, how would we as the West be able to interact with this? And there's, there's some different books and some even different church groups that have started this. And, um, you know, it's a, it's an interesting thing to, to study. It's another thing to kind of think upon and be like, well, would I do that? Where it's like, you know, I think we, we hold on to our independence so strongly. How are we able to be God's church if we're so fiercely independent? You know, the book of Acts tells us that even today, the word, the grace, and the glory of Jesus the Messiah go forward in boldness and without hindrance. The book is not only telling us about the early church, early history of the church community, it's asking us to be a part of it. 
to be the witness of what we have seen, heard, and tasted, that the Lord is good and that he loves humanity. You know, we have so many other things that we are about, our work, our hobbies, our home, our family, our friends, our dream, and our passions. You know, we are a culture that's out for ourselves. You know, that that is today's culture in a nutshell. You know, and, you know, quite frankly, the church community is drinking that Kool-Aid, is, is, is taking it all in. You know, and, and we're no different from our friends and family that don't know Jesus. Because we we have been all about ourselves and, and we need to you know, repent of that fierce independence and we need to repent of, you know, not allowing God's word to soak into us. And it's like, you know, and I, I think a lot of it, even me, is, is fear. And, you know, I love being an individual. I love having my hobbies and not someone looking over my shoulder saying, well, you shouldn't be doing that or watching that or looking at that. It's like, yeah, I like having my own house <laughs> so I can, you know, it's like, well, if I feel like watching that movie or, or reading this book, I can. And and it's like, yet, yeah, you know, we see so many words and letters and, and everything in the Bible of talking about, you know, not doing things because it's going to hinder another brother. And it's like because they lived life together. And it's like, yeah, you know, when you're out to brunch or you're out to lunch or you're out to supper with friends, it's like you don't, oh yeah, you don't do this or that. You don't eat your, you know, eat, eat your meat sacrificed to demons because it might make someone else to stumble. Where it was like, you know, that was a daily occurrence, you know, and, and, Paul says, you know, I may I never eat meat again if it makes someone stumble. You know, may I not, you know, do this or that or, you know, you know, and it's like to take that into context, you know, may I not, you know, watch, watch a movie or watch whatever that, you know, yeah, consciously I have no, you know, qualm about watching, but yet persons in the room might <laughs> sincerely struggle with what's going on. And, you know, I, I I think we need more community. We need more, not just Bible studies and community groups, which are great and grand and should go on, but we need to break bread together. We need to live life together, and we need to learn from the book of Acts. And it's it's been a great study. You know, I... I praise God for this time and it's it's kind of hard saying goodbye. <laughs> you know, it's 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 good, you know, and and I think I could even spend another another whatever year or even more on this book and studying it more and even you know reading through the scripture verses and even you know doing this today has made me think about more things that I could study. Uh you know, some more questions that I even have about different subjects within the book of Acts. And um but we just we praise God for it. We praise God for this time to to study the book of Acts, to uh take time to um know his word. Um but yeah, uh thank you once again for listening in and um we uh hope and pray that the 
the reading of his word would encourage you, would strengthen you, and that uh, you would be equipped, that you would you would fall in love with Jesus more, and that you would better serve him. You know, and if you're into documentaries, I know not everyone is, but I am uh, pretty fierce on my documentary love. <laughs> I, I enjoy them. Um, but uh, March 14th, 16th, and 19th are those dates for uh, Patterns of Evidence Moses. Uh, it is, they're really good because he doesn't... Um, yeah, and if you're one of those like, oh, well, this is just going to be a Christian talking to Christians about Christian things. Yeah, the first movie, he interviews very secular scholars. Um, he goes and talks about things and he, um, the main research guy that he uses is actually an agnostic and uh, talking about all of what's going on in this period of history and uh, from the trailers and everything on this one, I believe he's doing the same thing. It's not just a bunch of believers talking to believers about what we t- think. I mean, this is something that you can take your friends and family to that are on the line, that are like, well, you know, this is what mainstream says, because they're going to talk about the mainstream stuff. And then he's actually going to go through and talk about why we see patterns of evidence here and here and here about these things. And in using real-time archaeology that has been dug up and showing the evidence of the Exodus in the first movie, which I totally suggest. It's a great movie. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on their website. And then go see the new Patterns of Evidence Moses Um, I hope and pray you have a great day. Uh, Thanks for listening in. And uh, remember, God loves you. And uh, just have a great day. Bye.